Hey. Hi. Back to Sunday nights. Yes. Sunday nights. We think we're okay. We're in our zone. Yeah. Out of Bizarro world. This is this is where we need to be. I feel like I'm in a daze as I'm saying that. I'm like, what's going on right now? Like I know I pressed record first, but I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> um so Hi everyone. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to Filterless Females Podcast. Um, I'm Carrie Fick. And I'm Elisa Faust. And we are the sole conductors of the Hot Mess Express. Yes. Which I feel like we haven't really No, I, I mean feel... with the exception of last week, like I feel like we haven't really been living it. Like, we have, but we haven't been talking about it as much, I should say. Yeah, that's true. I we've kind of, we, we both have had, um, I would say, being very vague about things. Because uh, we will talk about stuff eventually, but we just need some dust to settle first. Um, last week was rough for both of us for many reasons. So... I think we just didn't really want to talk about our hot messness because we just weren't ready to. We weren't. Um, so because we are always hustlers, always trying to improve, learn more, do things, um, we have some some things in the works, which I think once they're kind of a little sorted out, like Lisa said, like we're going to talk about them more. Mm-hmm. Um, I will touch a little bit on, for me, um, and, well, like, we thought last week was bad trying to record. Like, oh, man. Is that, <laughs> that like... That should have been a sign that Monday night, us trying to record was... That's the way the rest of the week was going to go. So, I just saw this um, meme on Instagram from... Ooh. It was actually posted by uh, one of the moms who has a son with the same condition as Dante SPG 52 they live in Portugal and it was something along the lines of 2020 happened because someone opened a portal to another realm by singing baby shark nonstop. <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh like, <laughs> this life makes sense now um, yeah, I get it I get it I'm like yes I feel that although we're in an Elmo 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 phase in our house now which is like the cutest thing ever it's really because cute. Not just because it was, like, a new word that Dante picked up on when, you know, like, he has a limited vocabulary for an almost five-year-old. But, like, he, like, we didn't teach him Elmo because we didn't really watch a ton of Sesame Street around here. But he came up with it, like, on his own. Like, and I think not entirely on his own. Like, then I realized because his summer school distance learning program was more involved. Mm -hmm. Um Isn't interactive. Like, his teachers and therapists have been very involved ever since, like, we came home in March but more interactive, like with virtual therapies and virtual sessions. So I got to actually see what circle time was like, and they do Elmo songs every day. So I'm like, maybe somewhere along the line, even though he hadn't had circle time for months, like he was like missing it or something, but right. like everything's Elmo now. And like, you get out an iPad and he's like, Elmo, Elmo. And like, he'll, he knows how to use, find the microphone button in the search function. And like, mm-hmm. I know YouTube kids has it and, you know, obviously you can do it if you're like, you know, doing speech to text to um, right. 
text people or message people, but he'll, like, no matter what app he's in, he'll take the what, the iPad phone, whatever he's using, and he puts it right against his face, and he goes, Elmo, 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 Elmo. It's so cute. And so he knows he's, like, trying to ask for it, but, like, it's one of those words that he says, but, like, he'll use it, and, like, you can have a conversation with him about it. Like, you can say, like, Dante, what kind of birthday do you want to have? And he goes, Elmo. And then you say, Elmo, or Dante, like, who's your favorite character? And he says, Elmo. Uh, like he answers you with it which is so cute but he answers you with like all sorts of things like everything is no now like he's been working on yes and no the past few weeks in speech therapy so everything is no which is wonderful isn't it and not just no but like it's he'll sign he's been signing please for a while for yes so he'll sign please for yes or he might say like on it's where he'll say like on and kind of slightly nod but not really if he does want something but if he does not want something like it is like the most like vigorous head shake in the world of like no 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 no, no, no." like Dante do you want a piece of toast no like no no. like do not dare give me toast (laughs) um so it's been super cute yeah so um part of some changes I made last week last week was a whirlwind to say the least so um, one thing I'll touch on briefly, but again, like more details when things are worked out, I will say that I am no longer employed full-time. So yes. um, my husband and I made a very thought-out, difficult decision that it was time that I leave my job that I was at for just a week shy of 13 years Um, something we talked about for a while. I mean, obviously having a child with special needs and, you know, for the past three years, I kind of always wondered like how people do it, you know, like work and like do this with their kids. And I was very lucky. I had a job with understanding coworkers and, you know, managers. Flexibility. Had the flexibility, but you know, it doesn't come without guilt, you know, because it's not just like on one end you're wondering like, you know, how do people balance like working with not just kids, but kids with the special needs that have like, you know, that many more doctor's appointments and need that much more attention or, you know, luckily knock on wood, like Dante doesn't get, like neither of my kids get super sick, but there's like all these days are out of school and then you're like trying to find childcare. Um, We've been lucky in that department so far. Um, But then there's the guilt of like, you know, all these other people, like they don't work because their kids need so much attention. So like, you know, like then you're feeling guilty, but like I'm working and like passing the care off on somebody else. And like, I should be the one there, but it just, it got to the point where it just, it was time that, you know, one of us needs to be more available and not just for Dante, for Vinny too. Like, I mean, both right. our kids, they, they need their they parents. Need you. They need some, and it's not to say like that, you know, I haven't been able to, but it's like, they need my attention too. I mean, like, I've been home since they've been in March and it's been very difficult, you know, when you have a child, like, mommy, can you come play with us? Can you take a lunch? And it's like, you know, mommy's working. I mean, I know I'm home, but I'm working and I need to get my work done so that I can play with you later. Like you're you're trying to be invisible, but you're not. Right. And it's, you know, it's, I need to get my work done so that I can play with you later. But then when later comes, it's, I have to get dinner or I have to run to the store because I didn't get grocery shopping. It's like this never ending like list of things to do that then, you know, you sit down on the couch and you're too tired to go, you know, even tuck them in at night. And, right. um, so it's just, I mean, it's only been a few days, but even like, we just had a blast this weekend. Part of it was spent with you. 
Yeah, that um, was. <laughs> Yay! So, I mean, and just that, you know, like, kind of taking it in. Like, I know things needed to get done around the house, but, you know, just be able to do a little bit at a time and be like, you know, I have all week to kind of do a little bit of cleaning here, a little bit of laundry, you know, a little right. bit of errands. And, you know, just kind of, I think just knowing that it wasn't going to be right back to the grind Monday that I could actually let myself enjoy like the free time with the kids um which was nice so Wednesday was my was my last day of work um Wednesday was not day (laughs) second till last well I mean technically his summer school went till Friday but um his virtual therapies ended on Thursday um so Wednesday was like his second to last day of you know sessions um virtual sessions with his teachers and therapists and Wednesday was the day after he had his MMR and I believe DTAP vaccines because I am that mom that forgot to make sure her kid had their vaccines before kindergarten starts in two weeks. And Wednesday <laughs> was the day that Dante was going to be that random statistic that does have a seizure um, as a side effect of having the vaccine. So. But Wednesday was also your birthday. Yeah, we don't, that's like, that's like at the bottom of the list. Like everyone else cared about my birthday. I'm like, whatever. And then people that were like, oh my gosh, I forgot it's your birthday. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for forgetting because, and I'm not, it's not because I'm one of those, like I could care less. Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm getting older, like me alone. I don't want to talk about it. It's just that I don't, I don't need the attention. You yeah. know, and I'd almost much rather like a perfect day to me, like celebrating is like, just leave me alone, like slide a piece of cheesecake under the door and let me be. <laughs> so, so, I mean, and it was fine. It was like, it was great overall. Like things could have been worse, but it was just like, oh my gosh, could anything else happen? So I had, um, at my job, we usually had a team call every Thursday, but you know, everyone wanted to move it up to Wednesday so that I could, you know, be on the call one last time times got moved around a couple of times because of people's scheduling issues and then because of all Dante's therapies and then my mom who's usually here to help like reminded me the day before that she had an eye doctor appointment to which you know we kind of went through this conversation of it's not a reminder if you don't tell someone in the first place but it's fine because it was you know one more day of having to worry about scheduling like that right so <laughs> I had asked to move the meeting up so I could help Dante like with his therapies so um I was <laughs> About to get on the call, started in five minutes, Dante was finishing up his speech session, and my nephew had happened to come over, so he was here to kind of help sit with him for a few minutes, because my mom had just left her appointment, and I hear, like, um, like, then he was not eating or drinking, he's just, he's sitting at the table on his video conference, and, you know, I hear, like, is, like, I think Dante's going to throw up. Like, he's he's kind of gagging, but, like, I think, yeah, he's about to throw up. Like, is he going to have a seizure? And I'm like, so I come running downstairs. No, what? And this <laughs> is, like, so he is prone to febrile seizures, which is why we actually split up, like, all the vaccines he was supposed to have um, because we knew that there was some risk that this could happen. Um, so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, so, and this is only the fourth time he's ever had one in his life, so. It was, you know, as it goes with that day, um, his face got bright red. I could feel he's starting to burn up. So I'm like, you know, somebody like grab me a cold towel, like, you know, get it from cold water. Let's put it around the back of his neck. So I'm like, I can't give him Motrin when he's like about to throw up. Right. Right. And it's not like it's going to work. So like, I'm like holding him over to the sink to see if he could like throw up and he's like getting upset. But so 
the weird thing is that like usually it's been like he throws up and then his seizures are just kind of like he almost like passes out you know Mm -hmm. um so he's not like totally convulsing it's just like he throws up and then his eyes kind of like roll back well i think i think the misconception misconception with seizures is people just assume that they all look like grand mal seizures Mm -hmm. um because that's what media shows and tv shows and in general like that's traditionally what people think of when they think seizures but i know um years ago when i was a teacher one of the things we had to go through with our cpr and first aid was different types of seizures and how different seizures look and it was really eye-opening because there was I'll never forget this one video of a little baby who was six months old and his seizure you would have thought like he just moved his arm like oh he just moved his arm a little bit but that was actually what his seizures looked like so I think it's it's really interesting like how you describe Dante seizures because it's not necessarily what people imagine Mm -hmm. them to look like yeah um and I mean even his have all kind of like different so like and when I say usually typically because this is only the fourth time it's ever happened um the second time in a row that it happened where I was with them so the very first time it happened my husband was home with him I was at work um and he was um just a year and a half old and he actually thought that he was having an allergic reaction to something that he ate so he called the doctor. The doctor said, call my mom right away. So, like, the EMTs came and, like, gave him, like, you know, injected him with an EpiPen, like, thinking he's having a reaction. Then he started seizing. So then not knowing what was causing him. So then, you know, like, getting to the hospital, then obviously being transported by, like, ambulance. And so they're thinking he, the EpiPen caused the seizure, like, not knowing before, like, you know, after a few days of testing and right. ICU and all that, they, like, you know, came to the conclusion or figured out that it was febrile meaning like he'd gone from like normal temperature to like over 103 like that mm-hmm. and so this happens in, typically to kids under five um they just their body can't handle like such a drastic change in their temperature so the second time that it happened my mom was with him my husband and I had attempted to go away for a long weekend in Las Vegas I think we've talked about this before yeah I think we talked about it before. so um I wasn't there so then last may mother's day weekend because he likes to do this on mommy holidays right so mother's day weekend last year he did it. and i kind of almost had a feeling it was gonna happen he wasn't feeling well in the afternoon i gave him some motrin and then my husband was working overnight so i'd taken the kids out just to get some errands done so the house could be quiet for a little bit and then we just stopped to grab something to eat at panera and we got there and he was sitting on my lap like he didn't want to go in his high chair he was sitting on my lap and he like was kind of pushing away he didn't want to eat anything and I'm looking at him and his face started to get a little flushed. And I'm like, oh. like, and it was only like two hours after I'd given him the Motrin. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, was, like his fever's coming back in. Like, so Motrin, I'm like, Ty- like Tylenol, you can give every four hours, Motrin six hours. So I wouldn't have been able to That's- give it to him again anyways. Um, and I, we were going to do something else after, but I remember telling my older son, I was like, you know, Dante's not feeling well. We're just going to eat and we're going to go home and just like do something quiet at home. So he was kind of pushing, like, his food away. He didn't want to eat. And then, like, I looked at him, and then he just kind of, like, threw up. And it's not, like, projectile, like, food vomit everywhere. It's kind of, like, just, like, you know, more bile, you know. So he started to look through up a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this is what it looks like. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, here we go. So I lay him on the floor. So you, like, 
I lay him on the floor. I like get, he has diastat that we give rectally, like to help stop it. Um, and so his protocol is actually you give it to him immediately where usually it's you wait three to four minutes and okay. to see if it stops. Um, but because he has a history of prolonged seizures where right. it takes over an hour for them to get him to stop, like we have to give it to him right away. Plus he takes a preventative daily. So anyway, so then I called 911 immediately knowing that like, you know, usually he has to be transported. Plus like, I mean, your kid's having a seizure, which is not common for him where some people have them like it's part of their daily life so i'm on the phone like meanwhile i'm in the middle of panera like everyone knows like a panera bread location like it's never not busy right it's always chaos of panera (laughs) i'm at the first table right inside the door um i'm laying him on the floor like i give him the dice debt so then we're kind of laying there and i'm like you know he's like you know just not you know conscious looking um or just not like aware so I like call 911. Mind you, people, I understand some people just kind of want to like give you privacy too, but like nobody's paying attention to me. Um, one person walked by and put a stack of napkins on my table and kept walking. And thank you. I'm like, okay, thanks. So then like, so because I'm right inside the door, there's this massive line of people waiting on the order, right? So I'm on the phone with 911. They're like, well, I need the address. I'm like, Panera Bread. And they're like, well, I need the actual like address. Like you gave them the town because they need to know which ambulance is. And so I'm like, oh no. So I turn around. This poor girl's like in line waiting to order for us. Like, excuse me. I'm like, do you know the address here? And then she's like looking at, she's like, do you need help? I'm like, no. I'm like, I just need the address. <laughs> like, no. So she has to Google map it, right? Because who knows the address? It's Panera, right? You just know where so, it is. So, like, we get that. And then this other, like, this other woman, like, had come over. And she was the sweetest ever. She was, like, talking to Vinny, kind of making sure he's okay. Like, asking if I need anything or if I needed her to, like, take Vinny. I was like, no, we're fine. Like, you know, we're okay. So then an ambulance, like, the ambulance shows up. So then they come in. Like, make meanwhile, all this. So I'm in, like next to the door but there's like usually like Panera's have like those like walls and stuff so the staff of course has no idea anything's going on so somebody probably looks out the window and sees there's an ambulance in the parking lot so then as we're getting ready to leave this poor manager oh my gosh I feel bad for everyone else like in this situation right because I'm just like this is my kid and we like to cause a scene so she comes over oh my like apologizing to me she has no idea anything's going on like we're fine like you know like this this is our protocol like we're fine so she's like can I get you anything like did you get to eat I'm like well like luckily my child let me finish my salad before he decided to do all this I was like no we're fine so then she goes back and she comes back with like this huge bag of like cookies and she's like please like take some cookies with you like I'm so sorry I'm like we're fine so Anyways, um, and he did end up having to stay um, just to keep an eye on him yeah. for a day or two at the hospital um, because it, that one didn't stop right away. So fast forward to Wednesday. And so he, like, you know, he got hot. I knew he was, like, burning up. He's throwing up. So, like, we thought the seizure was coming. And this did happen where he got sick just before Christmas and we ended up taking him to the ER because we thought he was going to end up having a seizure. And nothing came of that. He just kind of, like, got over it. Um, it was just like a fever that didn't get too high and like, you know, a long stay at the ER, but ended up fine and we got to go home. So I'll take it. We didn't spend Christmas Eve or Christmas day in the hospital. Um, (laughs) so with this one, like he still wasn't like, he was still with it. Like he's crying. He's kind of like, I don't want to say alert, 
but like I could tell he knew like I was there and he's kind of, you know, moving around. So then I was kind of like this hesitant, you know, like, do I give him the diastat? Do I not? Like, what do I do? So then I brought him in the living room. I laid him down. I had him on his side. Um, so if you don't know seizure protocol or what to do, if you're around someone, they have to be on their side so that they don't choke in case like they do are like throwing up or anything. Right. So he's on his side. I'm laying there and I'm like, kind of gave it a minute. And then I was like, I still wasn't quite sure, but I'm like, like, this is, you know what I mean? It doesn't look like the last one because he's not like unconscious, but I'm like, I'm giving it to him. So I gave him the diastat and I'm like, well, I'm going to call the doctor because like, I want the doctor to know that, you know, like the vaccine causes seizure, like what now? So then I call, well then, because every doctor, and I told them this, I'm like, it's no fault of any doctor business office, but every business menu option when you call in now is like 20 minutes long before they tell oh you what gosh. numbers to press because of like all the COVID updates. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't have time for this. So I call 911. So basically I called 911 to have an EMT come tell me that this is like perfectly normal way to come out of a seizure. So while we're waiting for the ambulance, like he's laying on my lap, like on his side, but he's laying in my lap, like crying. He's saying my name. So I like, I felt okay about that. But then he went from like burning hot to ice cold and like goosebumps and shivering. And then, of course, here's me, like, okay, like, do I, I don't give him a blanket, right? Because he'll, like, burn up again. Like, no, like, no, we don't put a blanket on him. So I'm, like, just rubbing his back. I'm, like, it's okay. Um, so then the EMT comes in. He's, like, no. He's, like, this is, like, him coming out of a seizure. I'm, like, I've never seen him come out of a seizure before. Like, I said this, like, and this was in a matter of 20 minutes where usually these are, like, way over an hour and they're giving them, like, who knows what other kinds of, right, the, you know, drugs and medications to stop yep. it. So, anyways, we got to stay home, so that was, like, super awesome. It was um, positive. It was better. It was good. So, um, like, we'll take it. So I don't know if it's just, like, I don't know. It's still kind of, like, funky because it's, like, it's, like, the med- him being on the medication as a preventative helping. Because the last one before this, even though he did have to stay at the hospital, it was not as bad as the first two because he's been on the preventative now and, you know. Right. We gave him the diastat right away where the first two, like, we didn't have the diastat to give him right away. We had to wait for, like, an ambulance to come. So um, it was, you know, like, so is it that? Is it um, because we've been using a lot of um, essential oils with him, too, to kind of help with, like, neurological, like, benefits, immune system and stuff. So then I'm, like, you know, then I was asking my husband, like, do you think he has something to do with, like, this? Because he kind of has, like, you know, this more, like, in his system and... Um, in case you're anybody in the medical profession that asks me, which, you know, doctors and nurses ask me all the time, if I say use essential oils, like, oh, well, like if you're into holistic and I'm like, I am, but I'm not like at this point, I think think we kind of talked about how we are, but we're not like we, I just, I mean, especially when it comes to helping your kids, like, I mean, like I don't do anything. I know at this point there's not a replacement for like the seizure medication. I mean, like I'm not like if my son's like having, seizure and I have a tube of diastat to like, right. give him that's going to stop it or like a bottle of oils I'm not going to be like let's see what the oils do right you know um, the d- oils we do is like a daily maintenance just kind of like for overall health I mean to me it's like taking your vitamins you know and yeah. I mean if you say I take a multivitamin every day then someone's not going to be like oh my gosh you're holistic right um, but I do think it's been a combination of all these things that we're doing that have like really helped him I mean and he's getting older so maybe or may not outgrow them. Um, I don't think by five, like most, you know, typically developing kids will, but um, it was, I mean, even though it was a crazy day, it was definitely like 
a sign that you it know was the right decision to make. something's getting better with you know what I mean yeah that, like it's not always going to be so bad if like you know right as long as like we know what to do and we're following protocols so now we have a super huge stash of diastats um <laughs> to put all over the place um right smart so now that we have that out of the way we're going to kind of try to focus a little bit more on our own health and wellness so that we can be around to right. um, help others. It's true. So missed the chaos of trying to record last week. We tried to talk a little bit about health and um, what's been going on, kind of like a little bit of a gut check as to what we've been doing, how we've been doing. Um, I've kind of fallen off the health wagon a little bit just because things have been really chaotic around here. And I think it's just, you know, natural think, life cycles that, you know, we have these ups happens. and downs. It happens yeah. at times for all of us. Yeah. Um, so we are tomorrow officially kicking off a new six-week challenge uh, partnered with Strong by Zumba. I'm sorry, Strong Nation. Sorry. I messed up the name because they just recently changed it so it's hard it's hard well, and when you've, you've been there said, you've been there yeah. since the beginning i so i was actually in the first group of uh instructors to get licensed in strong by zumba when it was invented like over four years ago so to call it that for so long and now to be like no it's strong nation is really challenging for me <laughs> But um, so we are doing a six weeks challenge. Of course, it is partnered with the gym that we work for um, as well. But if you don't know anything about what Strong Nation is versus like traditional Zumba, um, Strong is HIT training. So if you don't know what HIT training is, it's high interval intensity training. Um, definitely more plyometrics y. Um, I wouldn't compare it to CrossFit, but you kind of feel like when you do CrossFit and you're like completely out of breath, it's kind of similar in that sense, I will say. Um, if you are a CrossFit person, hey, good for you. That's awesome. It's something I don't ever plan on doing. But good for you. You found your your thing. So uh, last week, you know, we did talk about how Carrie kind of fell off the wagon and how I'm kind of the opposite. And now I'm like driving the wagon as fast as I can and how quarantine has really helped me in a lot of different ways. I didn't expect one of the big things was health and wellness. And I think for me, even though I'm in a good spot and I'm definitely eating healthier and I'm staying more active and it's becoming more of a therapy for me. Um, I, you know, we all have our own reasons for doing things and our own goals. But for me, like I'm doing it for the strength. Like I want to continue to get more tone. I want to continue to get physically stronger. I want to, do it so I can 
take all of my energy and mentally get stronger from it. Um, you know, it's is kind of cool because you're interacting with people all over the world. Um, Zumba is a international company, so strong is no different in that sense. So for me, it's like I want the physical strength and I want the mental strength from it. Like I want to know I can do it at a thousand percent. Awesome. Um, so I'm doing it because I need, I need to be more mindful of my, my overall house. So I think I've talked about this before, but you know, especially, I think a lot of parents go through this where it's like, you know, like you have kids and then you go through that like baby toddler phase where your kids just take so much of your time and attention. And like, they need so much from you that you're giving everything to your children and not to yourself right I mean which and nothing wrong with that like as a parent like you know you want to give everything to like help your kids you know grow and be healthy and thrive um but then you burn out we burn ourselves out we're not focusing on ourselves um and I think for me because I've been in this transition of you know getting ready to leave my job to kind of start something new um trying to figure out how to balance, you know, my kids with that. I mean, it was what, like day one and I'm already texting. I totally understand this thing about you and brushing your teeth. Like, you know, when you were <laughs> not working, I'm like, at least like, it's day one. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I want to say, I think I brushed my teeth like five times that day because I kept going in the bathroom. Like I, <laughs> I always brush them as soon as I get up. Like Dante and I have this routine. We get up, we go potty, we brush our teeth together. And then, and then I came out and then I had like my tea and then my coffee. So then after I drank coffee, so then I'm back in the bathroom and I'm like, I'm like, did I brush my did teeth brush today? My teeth? So then I'm like, mm, I better brush them again just in case. So... Then like you come, and then I come back in again. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I like definitely did right. I'm like maybe like I just like I don't, I don't know. It's like I, I was like I need to figure out how to make a list. Like I don't know what's going on with my day. For um, those of you who don't recall, um, I was uh, laid off in March, and it was seriously my my first official unofficial day of being laid off. It was a Saturday. And like three in the afternoon and I'm walking my dog and I send Carrie a text and I'm like, I don't even know if I brushed my teeth today. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like, it's so. I, I didn't even know. And she's like, really? Like, you haven't even been off of work for a whole day. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And it's the weekend. <laughs> you wouldn't have been working anyway. It's true. <laughs> um, But I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it's. Like, I just, I know I need to make sure I have a focus because I still have, you know, so I'm not, I'm not working full time with a steady paycheck, but I mean, like, as we've said before, we're always working. Some things yeah. make money, some things don't, but we're always right. working. So I need to like kind of stay organized and because I'm doing this to spend more time with my kids then I'm not getting, you know, like full time help to come in and help me with the kids because I'm quote unquote not working. So why do I need a babysitter to come over and help me every day? Which is fine because I I want to be here for my kids. And that's like the one of the whole points of this is that I want to be available for my kids. So it's like, you know, it's figuring out 
a balance between making sure the kids are getting attention, but like, you know, like, you know, the whole house isn't like falling apart and, you know, things are still getting done. So I understand because so many people take, make changes like this and they're like, I want to be home with my kids. I'm going to have so much more time. And they're like, oh my gosh, like I had more time when I was working. Like, how did I do it? Well, because we have structure when we're working and you know, mm-hmm. you have, you know, eight to 10 hours a day where you have to be at work. And then you have this much time to, you right. know, make dinner, get your so kids you to activities and four hours to get everything done before you go to bed. So it's, it's a lot more different look at life, but I mean, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be great. My kids are going back to school in a few weeks. So then, you know, I think this week, especially like I just, I want to enjoy the time with the kids. You know, it's our, I feel like we haven't had a summer because I was so busy. You know, my husband's obviously been working this whole time. Dante does summer school. So, you know, my mom's been here to help between me and her. We've been on like therapy sessions with him all day. So it's not even like, let's just go play today. And so, um, because we had nowhere to go, I wasn't really taking time off work. I was taking Fridays off. Um, but then once his aqua therapist opened back up, then it was, you know, running in the middle of the day to go to aqua therapy. So I really want to just enjoy, you know, even if it's just a week or two, like I want my kids to have a summer, um, So we're doing that. But on top of this, so when I say I fell off the wagon, I feel like I quote unquote was on the wagon because I was, I was working out. We actually aren't that far out from the last challenge that we did that we talked about, but I, so while I lost weight during that challenge and I put on, um, you know, a decent amount of weight since being home and like, I fluctuate a lot. Like it's just how my body is. Um, so I had put on weight, so I wanted to just kind of get off what was packed on over the past and not just from being home, but, um, kind of like over time, like I gradually like was putting weight back on over the past year or so. So I, you know, I wanted to set, which I did, but it was, you know, I was working out and I was trying to be more mindful of how I was eating, which gets harder when you have kids, not because I mean, when they're little, it was kind of easier because, you know, kids only eat so much or especially if you have like, you know, babies that are just starting to try food. So, you know, you don't feel so bad if you're like mommy's getting like whatever, like she wants to eat and like everybody kind of gets their own whatever. Right. But then I have kids in that age where, and this is our view of how we feed our kids and there's no right or wrong way, but I um, have been in like this stage with my kids where it's, I not you don't get custom meals one because I don't have time to make everyone their own meal and two because it's you eat what we eat you're not gonna be this picky eater even though one is really picky like to be like I don't like that so like you know you get mac and cheese every night because that's what you like honey and you know you can just have it like you're gonna try new foods and if you don't like them then you're just gonna be hungry and get a healthy snack later because I don't have time for this And let me tell you that since being home, teaching my oldest to get his own snacks has been like. It's adorable. Amazing. Because it's, and he's been very good because they, his school has been really good about teaching this too. So it's really helped at home that like he kind of sees it everywhere, but it's get yourself a healthy snack. So he knows, you know, and he kind of knows too, like he'll, what did we have? Oh. I'll get to what we had last night, but it's like, he knows if there's like something like treat like coming up, then, you know, he'll kind of all of a sudden be like done with his dinner Ooh. and, you know, because he knows something better is coming. So he doesn't want to be right. too full. I mean, which is good because I mean, 
they're being mindful of how much they're eating and not like overstuffing themselves, you know, but like we catch on to that too. So, you know, he'll walk away with like a plate full of peppers and it's like, ah, you come back and eat those. And then I always get the, you know, like I'm full. I'm like, okay, well go ahead and leave that plate on the counter. Cause then when you're hungry later, like your peppers will be ready for you. And then all of a sudden you see him in the kitchen, like nibbling on a handful of peppers, right? Like mm-hmm. just going to eat them now. Um, fine. I'll just and them. I'm not, we're not the clean your plate parents, but if you're eating everything but the vegetable, then right. <laughs> there's, there's room for the vegetable or we save them. And we're like, that's fine. But when you come back in an hour and you're hungry, like that's your snack. And then if you're still hungry after you eat your healthy foods, then because so he'll know like if he's hungry at night, like after dinner, um, then he knows like I'll go get a yogurt or I'll get, you know, a fruit or something. And then um, I'll go do something else. So um, I was working out when we started at the beginning of the last challenge and then the workouts I kind of stopped getting time for because like all these other things were kind of taking over time. And um, so then I was so stressed out. I just wasn't eating a lot. So then it's, you know, like I'm not toning and getting like that part from the workouts, but I was losing weight because I pretty much wasn't eating, which, which is not good. I'm not, not, I'm not saying do this. Okay. At all. It was not healthy. Um, I don't recommend it. I wasn't starving myself. I was not like anywhere near like anorexic, you know, level, but I just, I wasn't. I wasn't eating a lot. I wasn't eating nothing because part of the challenge requirement was that we had to use like my fitness pal. And I mean, I think I might've even like texted you a few times and I get to the end of the day and I'm like, it says I ate like 600 calories all day and it won't even let me like complete my journal because I didn't eat enough. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. Like I can't force myself to eat. And I'm like, I'm not just like, I'm just not closing out my journal today. I can't like, you know, and I was, like, the, but- I was the one that was like, I'm not filling that out. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Which I'm actually, not doing that. Which I, I didn't. will and... say for me, it's a pain in the ass to log your food, but it's so eye opening. It's like what you eat, it, and it no, makes it you so. Is. It makes you so mindful because if you know you have to, even if you're alone, if you know you have to put that in your journal, especially. I honestly like with the technology and the free apps that are available for that. I think an app that logs it all for you is way better than like the traditional pen and paper because you can write things on a piece of paper, but you're not seeing that I ate, and it's not about calories, but I ate, you know, 75 grams of sugar, you know, and it's only lunchtime. Like those are the kinds of things that you need to focus on more than calorie intake. And you'll see like if you're getting, your protein and if you're balancing all the proteins, fats, carbs, like all that sort of thing, like the calories kind of naturally fall into an acceptable level. I'll say like, I mean, so like eating should never be about calorie counts. It should be about the nutrition and what you're getting out of it. And, um, I wasn't doing that. And so now, you know, life's kind of like leveling back out again. So I'm eating, more normal and then there was christmas in july at home camp week and a shit ton of pizzas in the house so like cookies everywhere which are Um, delicious i know they're so good so i i need to like kind of reset myself um so on top of this i do want to um have another go at the snarky tea um the detox cleanse i just i really 
that was like amazing. Um, and it's not like, oh my gosh, I had like finished this and I was 15 pounds lighter. It's just the way I feel. So for you me, just felt better. I, I would agree. My issue is not just that it's like a number on the scale is not where I want it to be. It's I, when I'm not eating well and like working out and when that's not in balance for me, like my body just feels so like bloated all the time and just like mm. uncomfortable in my skin. And I can't stand that feeling like more so than any like number on a scale. Um, right. So for me, that's, that's really where I want to get back to. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel strong. I want to, I've been having like a lot of like more aches and pains because I know I'm not moving my body enough. Um, rewind back a few weeks where I think you'll remember this. We had a kind of a busy weekend where we had some parties to go to. It's funny because this is the movie my brain thinks it's not funny and I'm in no way making light of anything that we're going through in this world right now but we had um some parties to go to one um like on Saturday and Sunday so on Saturday night it was for um a friend's um was having a party and we we're supposed to go and I feel awful that I did this but I just at the last minute like I heard that there was going to be a lot of people and not knowing what the actual situation was going to be like and that it was you know more people like that we didn't know than we did know I just I, I get nervous still about like crowds and you know right. like the kids and everything so I just like all of a sudden I just kind of like freaked out and was like I don't think this is the right thing to do because we did have to go party the next day that was for family um it was for our niece and it was we knew it was just immediate family so I said like if I had to choose like you know we right. should be at the family one and I don't want to risk like bringing something to this other party and you know so I just was like I can't do it like and I feel bad and I think a lot of people are going through these feelings right now where it's like you know yeah. we're having this anxiety and you know we want to be places but you know we just can't bring ourselves to get there or on the flip side like we do it and then we feel guilty so we went to the family party. It was great. And it was just immediate family. People kind of stayed at their zones. Um, and, you know, like, it was great. Well, so I think it was a day or two later, like, all of a sudden, I started having this, like, horrible pain in my leg. Um, I think it might have been the next morning even. I, um, Yeah, because that night we recorded. Yeah, and you and said I your got leg off, was bothering you. We got done recording, and I, Lisa and I, like, texted each other a few notes about our episodes and so then I was like oh like my leg hurts haha <laughs> like and I thought it was just the way I was like sitting because I don't sit properly at all ever so then I like went got ready, either. Like, went to bed didn't think anything of it so the next morning Dante woke up so I got up to go get him thank god my husband had not left for work yet so um I went to the bathroom and then I was coming out to go upstairs to get him and all of a sudden I'm like my leg hurt like as I was walking towards the stairs it was like hurt but I'm like oh you know like I'm getting older you know I'm in my late 30s like my leg hurts whatever you know like what happens right (laughs) old age pains well I get to the step and I try to take a step up and all of a sudden like this pain just shoots through my leg like I could not move I like sit down on the step and I'm like oh my gosh like I can't get up the stairs so my husband's like around the corner like in the kitchen so I don't want to yell because one child's up one's not so I'm like the whisper yell and I'm like is he gonna hear me 
leg. <laughs> so he does hear. I'm like, I can't move my leg. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So he's like, do you want me to like stay home? I'm like, no, like you don't need to get points and call into work like because of my leg. Like my mom's coming over at some point. So I'm like, no. So then here I am, right? I'm like, I'll go upstairs to get him anyway. So I like take one step and I'm like, I can't. I'm like, ow, ow. So it, I could bend my leg. But the pain was trying to straighten it back out. Where if you've ever had like a situation like this, it's the worst because it's like you can do the movement so you think you're fine. But then when you try to like get out of the movement is like the you're worst. <laughs> so he went upstairs and got Dante for me. I hobbled my way to the kitchen for some Modrin. And then I like hobbled my way back to bed. So then here's here's where the brain goes nuts, right? So my husband leaves I'm like, let's lay down because Dante will like snuggle back into bed with us. So he falls back asleep. I'm so exhausted that I can't fall back asleep because I'm sitting here in my brain telling myself that I made the mistake of choosing to go to the wrong party, <laughs> caught, caught coronavirus, and not just caught the coronavirus, but I'm now breathing coronavirus onto my child who's laying in bed with me. And not just caught the coronavirus and breathing it on my child's head, but I'm the freak case that has it spread to their body parts and I'm going to have to get my leg amputated later. Um, none of which has happened, by Spiral. the way. None, none, none of this was true, by the way. Um, no. Eventually I passed out again for a little bit, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, so um, really it's that I have not been moving my body because if I do get out and like go for a walk and move around I actually feel better than if I'm just sitting around so um that's really my main focus this time is like just getting myself back in shape and healthier because gyms may or may not be opening to group fitness classes but like we're kind of getting there and because we're instructors right. like I keep telling you like I'm gonna get called back to work and be like I can't <laughs> I can't I'm, do it I'm not physically capable of like teaching a class right now <laughs> so um I just I you know and because I have you know one child that needs to be carried around and you know needs you know parents who can physically keep up with his needs you know like I Right. I need to make sure that I can obviously take care of my kids. So that's where well, I'm at. <laughs> you you reminded me of something that I have forgotten to say so far. But um, you brought up our BFF snarky tea. And again, we don't get we don't get paid for this. We just no. like them. Okay? Love we, them. That's true. We do love mildly them. obsessed. With I mean, them. <laughs> we're obsessed with them, and they kind of said that they're obsessed with us, so we're obviously besties. But um, in the mix of this past week just being shit for me personally, um, my dog Slota got picked to be in a article by Snarky Tea. And that was, like, the absolute highlight of my week. Um, it was so exciting. And we definitely will be posting the article to our social media pages. Thank you for words that decide not to come out. My, what's that oh, called? The God, in, those, the you intro, know, those what? things. Those things, the the gram and the book and the, what are they? World Wide <sighs> Web? Jeez, that was that was definitely a moment. Sorry, guys, it happens. Um, but they were looking for dog models. I, of course, 
entered my dog as soon as I saw that and she actually got picked and I was like so proud like proud dog mama moment that my dog and of course there are other dogs too there were like maybe seven or eight dogs um were picked to be in this article and my dog got chosen to be the model for the tea called sweet as fuck and if anybody knows slota that's exactly her personality she is sweet as fuck oh my gosh so you guys go to snarky tea's website i think it's just snarkytea.com and they have a blog now and um it's super cute because not just slota's in there but the dogs that they picked they pair them with a celebrity look-alike and so then- cute then they pick a tea that's like their tea pairing for the dog. So it's super right. cute. Um, and you'll just love reading it and getting to see like it's, all these adorable really little puppy faces. Um, I think they were all dogs, were they? Yeah, they were all a, dogs. It was a dog thing. Yeah. It was yeah. a dog thing. Yeah. Um, Spencer may have been on that site had I remembered to take a picture and like enter him. But <laughs> I mean, I could have entered. At least we dog, got. But <laughs> at least we got one dog. Yeah. But yeah. So thanks to Snarky Tea for making my puppy famous. It was really exciting. Again, highlight of my week because it was hell. Um, personally, it was a very, very hard week of grieving uh, for people who think that grief just goes away with with time. It doesn't. Just so you know. And if someone ever tells you that, just feel free to yell at them that's what my therapist told me so it's fine that's my amazing advice right she was like no so you can yell at them I'm like good <laughs> so you do you do your on your grief timeline and last week was just shit and I cried a lot and uh I think I don't even know how many times I called Carrie in hysterics over the week right just, and it was just Horrible friend that I am. Horrible friend that I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm used to be like up in my office working and being able to answer the phone because someone's watching my kids for me because I'm working. So I can like (laughs) sneak in a phone call to give you like a pep talk. And I'm like, no one can watch my kids. And my phone's not even a Mr. Cone. You're having a meltdown. And I'm like, I'm the worst friend ever. (laughs) It's all it's all good. It's all good. I understand. I understand. I'm like, oh my gosh, so now I need to figure out how to answer phone calls when caring for children. Um, oh, but yeah. it's fine because I did manage to um, yell at the lady that was unfortunate enough to get me on the line um, at the cell phone company today. So <laughs> sorry it about that. This girl's probably like, I have to work on a freaking Sunday and this lady will not stop yelling at me. She's like, I don't care. I make minimum wage. And then I get off the phone, and then what does my six-year-old say? He's like, Mommy. He's like, who was that? I'm like, oh, it's like the phone company. I was like, they were being dumb, and they didn't do something they were supposed to. And she's like, he's like, oh, he's like, kind of like when you had to yell at that lady who didn't have our tickets for us at Sesame Place last year. I'm like, um, that never happened. <laughs> she's like, yeah. He's like, they, they didn't have our tickets. He's like, and then you, you had to yell it. I'm like, I, I, it's like Sesame is like the Sesame Street version of Disney World. I'm like, I didn't yell at anybody there. I'm like, and I had your tickets. I'm like, I have Amazing. no idea what you're talking about. 
So much. That's amazing. His little brain is so funny. Oh my gosh. So speaking of things kids say and wanting to get yourself in shape, if this is not inspiration to get in shape, like, oh my gosh. Oh God. So um, after we left you earlier today, Mm -hmm. we came home, we had a little bit of a, like an hour or so of downtime. And then we went um, to our cousin's house to go swimming because it was like 90 yeah. degrees. And oh, we it was were, so like, nice. Out. I went swimming after I left you guys too. So. so we spent like a few hours this afternoon swimming with our cousins and then we came home. Um, Mike met us after work and then we all came home for dinner. So like we got home. So I just, they live super close to us. So I'll like throw my suit on and like throw like a sundress over it. And then right. like, I came home and I went in the bathroom to put, um, clothes back on so I like grab clothes I have these um, Nike compression shorts that I only wear around the house and um, I don't always like to wear them around the house because then I have a husband who's like oh nice booty shorts and I'm like please like can I just like be in my pants and my shirt and like not be gawked at like can I just <laughs> like be comfortable so anyways they're like well and they're Nike I love Nike but they, most of their stuff they make like so super small and like fitted but they're like compression shorts and, and mostly because I don't pay attention to like what style I'm buying when I'm like ooh, just like, buy it. Like, Nike, pretty. Nike shirts on the clearance rack like I'll take them so yep. um these ones they have like they're short shorts which I don't do booty shorts but I have a few pairs just for whatever so they're like fitted like compression style shorts and then the band is like a thick elastic band but in the front it's like crisscrosses for oh, yeah. I don't know why just to you know make for you feel design. feel super sexy in your booty shorts when you're all bloated and gross right because like you've not stopped eating for three weeks straight so anyways because I'm a mother like you can't do anything alone so my son just like comes up to the bathroom while I'm getting dressed and I don't even remember why so I'm getting dressed and he's like asking me questions or maybe he's telling me about this rock he's been carrying around in his pocket all day. So (laughs) I'm getting dressed and he's just talking to me like, you know, like not even bothered like by the fact that like, you know, mommy's getting dressed. So then I put the shorts on and I go to pick the shirt up to put it on and he just like so casually goes and I didn't say anything, right? Like I'm just getting dressed, like not right. Right? And he's, like, talking. All of a sudden, he, like, stops and just, like, so casually goes, oh, it's okay, Mommy. My my swim shorts were too small when I put them on today, too. <laughs> I'm, like, I didn't think my shorts were too small. Like, like that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. What I I'm, to like, hear they're today. just... I was like, they're just fitted shorts, Vinny. And I put this big old baggy, like, tank top over top of it. And I'm like, just bring me the one. I came out and I looked at my husband. And I'm like, do you know what you just said to me? And then, of course, I get, oh, I don't, I like those shorts. I'm like, shut up. Like, now I feel fat. And you're like, I love your shorts. Like, your butt hanging out. I'm like, don't leave me nope. alone. Like, all of you. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, he's there. So I did not tell you the highlight of his day from, um, so we went to near us. We have this, um, I know, I think it's getting more popular, like all over the country now. Oh my gosh, I, I went to the same place three years ago and it was just a field. Yeah. And now it's like Like, massive. Now it's massive. So it's a sunflower field. And I, like I said, I think it's becoming more popular 
in places. I have um, cousins that live out of state, and they seem to have gone to a similar type of place near them over the weekend. But it's sunflower field. Like, you just – you go in the field. They have different paths kind of carved out so you can, like, take pictures. I have one field that's just for, like, looking and taking pictures and, like, don't touch, don't pick them, whatever. And then they have on the opposite far end, I think I heard the lady say today, like 30 acres of ones that you can cut. So it's like you pick, they give you scissors and then you pick them. And then when you come out, it's a dollar per flower and they wrap them up in like a plastic bag with water and you take them with you. And then in the whole like middle area, it's very open, but they have like food truck vendors that'll come in, um, vendor tents of like crafters and stuff like that. So it was super fun. So it was a lot of fun. We're leaving today. We're leaving today. And then, and this is also my kid who collects rocks everywhere I go. Um, I was so excited because apparently he found a rock at some point. I don't even know when, but it's like, it's (laughs) huge. When? We were like watching, we were with him the whole time. Huge rock. And it's in his pocket, right? So with his dollar, because he had bought this little wooden pumpkin from this craft tent that was like super cute. So it was four dollars for the pumpkin. So I gave him a five dollar bill and told him to go pay for it. And he like comes back with a dollar. Well, first he comes back without the change. Then he gets the dollar. He comes back. And I was like, well, if you have a pocket, just put it in your pocket. So then it became his dollar, right? So then we went to go pick flowers. And um, I was like, well, like we don't need, I'm not big on flowers. Um, I can get them from our farm that we do our capture from and like they're free and maybe once a year I'll pick the flowers just because, but I'm, I just, I don't like, I could pick flowers every week. Enough. Like it just, then the petals fall and then the vase when that, at the end of the week with that water in the vase is like disgusting. Um, <laughs> I get it. I don't really have flowers in my house because cats. Yeah. Anybody who has cats knows but um so anyways like i don't know how it came up like then he asked about like the flowers i'm like well they're like a dollar i'm like if you want a flowers like you have a dollar like you could get one and then he's like no i want to save my dollar but do you have any more money mommy <laughs> i'm like first of all that's my dollar technically and- that's mine <laughs> so anyway so then we're leaving he's like like, mommy he's like i have a dollar in my pocket he's like and a rock and i'm like fantastic so then um he i want to know when he picked up this rock i know right like oh my gosh he stinks he used to bring them home from school so do you know he used to play on the playground at school and he'd come home and tell me he was playing with the rocks and his teacher would tell him to put the rocks down and then he'd put some in his pockets and bring them home I'm like, so your teacher said don't do something and you did it anyways. Like, He's like is this no. what you're telling me? <laughs> He's, he has a rock obsession, but it's like super cute. So we actually got him a rock tumbler a few years ago mm-hmm. and we need more grit to do it again. But it's like this machine that you buy what's called grit. So it's like different kinds of like coarse like sand or something thing, and you like put it in. So there's four levels that you do and each one takes like five to seven days, but like you start with each level and you put the rocks in with, I think, like, so much water and this grit and this thing seals it up and it shakes it around and tumbles it for, like, a week. Right. And then you take them out and you rinse them and you do the next level of grit. So when you've done it, polishes these rocks into gemstones. Ooh. So it's, fancy. like, super cool. So, like, I don't care that he collects these rocks. And, like, then we'll get grit and we'll, like, polish them and see if it, like, you know, makes gemstones. Right. But it's just hilarious. Like, I mean, I think it's kind of a boy thing, too. Or kid yeah. thing in general, kid but thing. 
I'm like, so then when we were going swimming, like the other day we went swimming and he wore his swim trunks over there and then just like wore a swimsuit home after he dried off. But today he's like, no, he's like, I want to get dressed over there because um, the cousins went with, they had just gotten a new house. And he's like, I've never been in their downstairs bathroom before. And I want to show them my dollar in my rock in my pocket. Okay. I'm like, okay. So he did for like three hours. He kept this dollar in rock in his pocket until we like got over there. And then they stayed in his pocket when he put his swimsuit down. And then he put the shorts back on to come home and the dollar and the rock are like still there. Like so funny. So I mean, life with kids, it's never boring. And no. some days it makes you feel awesome and some days it makes you feel like your shorts <laughs> are way too small. <laughs> is is that your F this? <laughs> the shorts that are way too small. <laughs> No, that was just like an eye-opening moment in my life. <laughs> I mean, I have to give him credit because like most kids are not that nice about it, right? Like most kids are like, my mama's got a bowl full of jelly in her belly, right? right? Like, you know, or she jiggles like Santa Claus. Um, So I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just like, so funny. Holy eye-opener, right? Um, oh my God. So what's your this? Oh man, so what's interesting about my brain lately is I I'll remember things when I drive, and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I have to go home and write that down, and then it's gone. Like, where does it go? How does it? How do you have a memory or like I'm gonna do this, and then you get out of your car and the car magically takes all of your thoughts I don't I don't know it's like if anyone else has this happen to them please let me know like you're driving and your mind starts thinking about a thousand things and then you get out of the car and they're just gone and it's like what was I doing I don't know um so I actually had a really good f this as I was driving home today and it's gone which is the where I was going with that story by the way (laughs) I thought your so, F this was that you forget things when you're done driving. Well, I mean, that that could be <laughs> that could be for this moment. I feel like it's probably where it should be. Um, but I know I had this phenomenal one and no, it's gone. So I guess I guess I'm gonna go with the fact that my car steals all of my good ideas and keeps them. I don't know what else. What else is your car? I mean, like, what else is it doing with all of my awesome ideas? I don't know. Do you have one? I do. Maybe, maybe I'll think of one as you're talking about yours. Mine. Maybe I should have wrote it down. I don't know. Mine is showers that are not hot. <laughs> we had such an amazing conversation last night about your shower that was not hot. Right? I was super helpful. So, wait. <laughs> oh, you guys, it's posted. You guys need to go post it. You need to go see this. I don't know if it's posted everywhere, but it is just like 
I think I know for sure it's on Facebook and Instagram, but yes, I don't think you tweeted it. Um, I don't. I tweeted about the shower in general, but that like before this conversation happened. So we've been having some hot water tank issues that I did not realize until yesterday. Um, so I went to take a shower last night, and it was not hot um and it wasn't ice cold but it was just when you want like I love like a hot shower and I'm always cold but like especially at night like so I was like falling I just told you I was like fell asleep on the couch yeah. and like with the kids and then I was getting up so I was going to take a shower to get ready to go to bed and I'm like well um I need like I would like I'm I can't even. My brain is like beyond fried right now. So yeah. I was it's getting to shower. that point of the night, guys, where our brains definitely are turning off. Yeah. So I um um so I text you when I got out, and um I was like, oh my gosh, nothing like a relaxing ice cold shower to like get you to unwind. So. Then I um was like um what did I do? So then I told you like uh, this conversation went on, but I'm like, oh, like you know, Mike went and looked at it, and like the breaker was off, and then <laughs> Lisa's like, that must be why your shower was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Well, okay, so yesterday, by the time you sent me that message, I was, like, so to the point where I was exhausted that I probably should have gone to bed, like, an hour before that. So, so you're telling me this, I'm like, well, I guess that's why it's cold. Like, it just... <laughs> Which is, like, 100% something that I would... Um say to you like I'm pretty sure there's been like a million conversations like that this week where I'm like I at least would like to say that it's not that like my snarky attitude is like more acceptable than your snarky attitude but I at least follow up responses like that with something along the lines of sorry I had to yeah no mine was just like (laughs) oh well that's why it didn't work (laughs) <laughs> so do you have do you have a new after this or um, no, are we going no. with um, you know what I'm sticking with the car stole my thoughts okay then I'm gonna go with I just had to text my husband while we were wrapping this up to let him know that there was a child that crept down onto the couch while I was sitting here so he yeah. just came and Hello, removed friend. him and took him back to his room um, mm-hmm. but I think that's my sign that it's been Right. more than enough for <laughs> we're we're starting off our week Sunday I feel like we hardly talked about our six week challenge but that's okay because we did we, talk about it Just, we have a lot of reasons for needing to get there I think that um we went through a lot I mean we always get off on a tangent but I mean not without being useful um I think that there was 
some nuggets of information that yeah. you guys could take with you. Um, if there's anything else, if you and there's still time to sign up, please. If you want to join us on the Stronger Together Challenge, um, sign up. Um, post about it on social media hashtag stronger together um you can tag us in posts so that we can kind of cheer you on we're all here to support each other um if you'd like to get in on the personal training um program aspect of it um you can send us a message and we'll connect you with our trainer um Mm -hmm. and that's it's forty dollars for the six weeks and you get so much support i mean it's just it's unbelievable and we shall help you with the program um we're kind of all doing the stronger together um together and um there's just a lot that goes with it um so please connect with us you can email us filterlessfemales at gmail.com um find us on instagram facebook tiktok at filterlessfemales and twitter at filterlessfnf so Anything else you want to know from us, questions, feedbacks, shoot us a message. Um, And if you want to join in on this challenge with us, please, the more the merrier. It helps us all stay motivated. Yes, for sure. Well, I can't wait to see who else joins us on this challenge. It's going to be a good one. I'm I'm excited for it. I definitely need more strong in my life. But uh, Me too. As always friends uh be brave be fierce but most of all be filterless until next time see you next time thanks guys